year what's going on what's going on this is another episode of the perspectives of a cancer i'm your host and show creator jalen harris in today's episode i wanted to just talk about you know being an only child my childhood you know um i have a big family you know my mother's side of the family like i said my mother was the youngest of 15 you know what i'm saying so i got a lot of a lot of uncles and uncles and aunties you know uh growing up in brooklyn new york and then um, my dad's side of the family is a little smaller, but, you know, I still have, you know, a couple cousins, um, you know, younger, older, even some I don't know about. Um, and yeah, all together, it's, it's, it's one big you know, family for me. And again, I'm thinking about, you think about all the aunties, the uncles, and even the cousins, like I'm probably one of the only few that's really your only child, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, uh, it, it was weird growing up, you know, not having nobody to play games with, to talk with, you know, confide in, or, you know, I kind of had to confide in myself, you know, and I think when I was younger, I wanted a, I wanted a sibling, you know, I wanted a younger brother or sister. I didn't really care. I wanted, I just wanted someone. You know what I'm saying? And I remember all my friends, like I said, they had brothers, you know. And for the most part, yeah, they all had brothers, little brothers or something like that. And then um I remember how much fun fun they used to have. I also remember how annoying they used to get on each other's nerves, you know, so it was kinda like a mixed balance. But again, at least they had they had somebody with them, you know. I, but as, as I was growing older, there was always two people that eventually became one of my cousins. They ended up becoming like my really lifelong brothers. Um, you know, big, 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 big shout out to Jemani and Jordan. Um, two of my best friends to this day, you know what I'm saying? Because they really... They were really the reason why my childhood was fun. They were really the reason why my childhood wasn't... I, I didn't feel alone. Because without them, I think... Um, again, I really struggled with being outgoing. I was a very shy kid growing up. As you guys have probably known by now. Um, so I wasn't always outside. I was always a homebody for the most part. Until... I want to say about... Probably like middle school, close to the high school. Um, I started really going outside. But, other, but from like, I don't know, kindergarten all the way until, like I said, middle school, I was really a homebody. <clears throat> you know, I, I was home, I was playing video games, I was in my room watching TV, watching Cartoon Network, Toonami, whatever. Like, I was just to myself. And, um,. I had no problem with that, to be honest with you. My friends would go outside, they would play football, they'd play basketball, they'd play hide-and-seek, you know what I'm saying? Um, if I did go outside, like, it would be no more than a block, because I lived in an apartment complex, a big one, too. And um, I would literally just go around the block. Like, I had a scooter, and so, you know, I would. I remember my, my boy, Julifa, he was, like, he was this little Filipino kid, and he was living across the street. So I used to play with him sometimes because he lived right across the street. And 
and I would ride the scooter around the block and then I would just go home. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't go to the park. I wouldn't go where, you know, I wasn't too far from the crib. Um, I just, I don't know. I just love staying close to home. I love being home. And then, um, <clears throat> but yeah, even growing up during those times, you know, Jermaine and Jordan, like, you know, they, they both like, what are reasons, like I said, like my childhood was fun. You know, when I used to go, when I used to go to Brooklyn and, and go to Antoine house and, um, you know, we used to spend the night, I used to spend the night over there, you know, multiple times and, uh, you know, we used to play video games till like one in the morning or, or as late as we could at that, at, at that young age. Um, Nice, you know, I'm lying. We didn't play games. We didn't play, well, we didn't start playing games till one or more probably until we was like almost in high school, college. But at that time, probably like 10, 11. And then we would still play the game. We would still play the game when we were supposed to go to sleep. You know, we would just turn the TV down, still play the game. And I remember Antoine used to come in, turn that damn game on. <laughs> I used to get yelled at. Um, I remember we used to fight. I remember watching them fight all the time. I remember them getting beat all the time. I remember I used to get to catch a catch a um, couple beatings too, though. You know what I'm saying? So it went it went all around. Um, but I remember, you know, obviously our, our parents taking us, um, you know, out to eat. We used to go to McDonald's. We used to go to obviously all the family events together. We used to just do everything together, bro. They would come to Jersey. They would stay over my crib. You know what I'm saying? I'd I'd have all the video games. I mean, I had. I had the PS2 and I had an Xbox, so I had the best of both worlds, you feel me? And I just remember, yeah, man, just countless times we just was having fun together. And we always was around each other. Every time I'm in Brooklyn, I got to go see them. Every time, obviously, I was the only reason why they would even come to Jersey, but obviously they came to Jersey, you know, just to chill with me. And, um, yeah, I, I, I just love those memories looking back, you know? And like I said, even to this day, like, it's the same type of love and, and, and affection, like, between the three of us. Like, um, you know, I could go to Virginia, go visit my older cousin, you know, the, the older one. And I, I'm always trying to bring the younger, the younger one with me, you feel me, the brother with me, you feel me, because I want all three of us to be together. You know what I'm saying? But even if I just go dolo, it's always a good time with my older cousin. And then when I go to when I pull up in Brooklyn, I'm going to see the younger brother. You feel me? Like at the end of the day, like Jordan, you know, I'm gonna see Jordan. I'm pulling up. We going out to we going out. You feel me? We gonna get drinks. We gonna do, we gonna go somewhere because you know he. I've always wanted to make sure he had a, a good time. You know what I'm saying? And obviously I'm the one with the car, and I'm saying I know where to go half the time. Cause I just be out and about, but I'm taking him out. We showing him, you know, in a good time. But when all three of us get together though, like it's. It's always a great time, you know. I remember even recently, like I, I seen them all, all three, all, all, all three of us were together um, around uh, Christmas, and that's when you know my older cousin Jamani had proposed to his guys. Uh, now, his now wife, and then um, yeah, we're all three of us together, and I remember you know he's just saying you know he's happy that we're all together and we're here for the. We was here for him and, and all that and it just felt good to just be there for one another you feel me and like I said even to this day it's the same love when we went on a, I remember we went on a cruise a couple years ago and we had the best time 
like this all three of us just really having that moment together we just have to be on a vacation and just really just no parents no nothing just the three of us and yeah man we need we need another vacation but it was it was it was those those are the times and cherish I, I those are the times I cherish the most you know what I'm saying and like I said those two really just helped me just like not feel like a lonely child growing up you know what I'm saying um but them um I say shout out also to my other cousin Andrea you know that's like my big sister like she always took care of me ever since I was a baby um she, I remember going over at my aunt's house and um and touching and uh well my dad's house too and um I would play her video games. I would annoy her. I would be around her, like you know. But I wouldn't. I wasn't bad. She she loved me, and that's one thing I always remember. She she loved she loved me. She always looked out for me. And um, like I said, I play her video games. Um, you know, we would show watch TV. Um, I know sometimes she would take me out to the park or whatever. Uh, but even as I got older, like she just was always there for me. I just needed advice if I needed someone to talk to someone for someone to relate to what I'm going through or somehow understand um and yeah she just was always there and then even now she's a mother with kids she's still there for me you know what I'm saying I, I went to see her the other day and I literally just went to go visit her and my other little cousins her you know her son and her daughter and she was like, oh, I got some, you know, I made some food. You want something to take back to the crib? And I was like, oh, okay. Like, just, just little things like that. Like, I was, I did, wasn't, you know, looking for nothing or expecting anything. And she just blessed me with some food. I'm just like, oh, she always looking out. Like, but she was like another reason why, like, um, my childhood was just, like, again, I didn't feel like an only child, even though I was, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, so I, I think, I think I'm thankful for her as well. Um, but again, being, be growing up in Jersey, you know, away from, you know, my family in Brooklyn. And yes, again, I had my dad's side, you know, I had my grandparents, they lived, in, they lived here, um, until I think like halfway through elementary and then they moved to Indiana. Um, and then, you know, again, I had my, my, my cousin Andrea and my aunt. You know, and a couple other people here too, but it's like um, again the, the the size and scope of my mother's family. It's like when you go to Brooklyn, you feel it, and when you leave Brooklyn, you still feel it. It's like, oh man, I missed them. I haven't seen them in a while. But um, it's uh, yeah. I mean, like I said, growing up in in Jersey, away from them, um, you know it. And then, like I said, you go into a school, like I said, you just kind of just building your own thing. Um, you, you, everybody you dealing with, again, has a brother or a little sister or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That they got to take care of. They got to pick up. They got to do this. They got to do that. You know, they come outside with them. It's, it, it was always like somebody had somebody. I had nobody. You know, I had to, to be honest, I had to talk to myself. I had to imagine imaginary battles when I'm just a little kid imagining Dragon Ball Z and Spider-Man and uh, 
I'm doing this all by myself. And, you know, it just, at times it, it, did, it did feel lonely. It did feel like, damn, I have nobody to do this with. Because I can't always go to Brooklyn all the time. I, want, I can't always go to my aunt's house when I want to go see my, my older cousin. And again, my older cousin graduated high school in early 2000s. So at that point, when I was in elementary, she was in college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's, it, again, this is coming from a person that, based on where I grew up and, you know, my age, that I just couldn't do certain things. So, you know, um, I remember, yeah, I, I just remember just, you know, at times feeling alone. But then I remember middle school came, and I think it was like seventh grade, and my godbrother, who is still one of my, my homies to this day my god brother had moved to um he moved to Jersey from New York from Brooklyn him and my godmother and then um they, they had moved to the same complex same complex I did went to the same middle school I introduced I remember I remember that feeling like oh my gosh like yo I'm really about to have somebody that is really like you know my childhood friend, my homie, like, somewhat family, like, coming from Brooklyn to Jersey, I'm about to introduce him to all my friends, me and him, me and him about to go outside all the time, I'm like, he's about to be dope, like, and I remember, I, I literally remember, like, um, it was fun, like, I remember that whole year, like, he, you know, we used to, again, I used to go to his crib, we used to play the game, um, I walked back to the crib. All right, we had fun. He would take the same school bus. Um, we would chill after school, you know what I'm saying, whatever. If I wasn't playing ball or whatever. And, you know, we'd go to the basketball court together. Like, we did everything together, like, you feel me? And um, man, I remember he got his bike stolen. That joint was crazy. But I was like, yeah, it was like... It was dope, bro. Like, it was dope, like, just to have, like, a brother, like, in a sense, like, just really be around me and someone that I could say, yo, like, yeah, this person's from Brooklyn. Like, all right, boom. Like, he grew up there. Like, I didn't, but he did. Like, you know what I'm saying? At that time, and, yeah, that was my homie. Like, you know what I'm saying? We still homies to this day, obviously, but, like, it was, I, I remember just having that feeling. He only stayed for a year, and they, you know, they moved back to Brooklyn. Um, you know, just like the start of eighth grade, but I was just like, I remember that year just feeling like, yo, this is what it's like to having like a brother somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, just be around you. You feel me? And then, um, what happened? Uh, yeah, but I mean, like I said, by the time I got to high school, I didn't feel alone. Um, but yeah, I, I think as a kid, like, you just go through moments of just like feeling like by yourself and feeling like like no one can relate to you I used to have like I said like growing up you know when certain things happen with your parents and either y'all disagree or you know you're taking a hard verbal um lesson and it's like no one else is there to share it with you no one is else there to alleviate the pressure you know what I'm saying it's different if you know, you got you and your brother getting yelled at. When you're just getting yelled at, when you're getting chastised or you're getting, um, I don't know, punished, whatever the case may be, like everything falls on your chest and your back and your shoulders and you just feel everything. You know what I'm saying? And 
um, it's, it's, it's tough, it's tough, you know, like I said, like, when I used to get bad grades and get my tank, my game taken away, or I used to get yelled at for certain things, or whatever, you know, it, you, it's, it's not like you had someone there to be like, you know what, Jay, it's, it's okay, big bro, you know, little bro, you're gonna be okay, like, you know what I'm saying, like, you're gonna pick it up, you're gonna be fine, like, I'm here for you, like, I didn't have that. And at times, I struggled with that. I struggled with the fact that I was just by myself. And even to this day, I think sometimes, like, not really to this day. I think, obviously, it's, it's different now. I actually like being alone, <laughs> which is the complete opposite. Like, I like the fact that I have a whole apartment and no one else is here. I don't have to share it with nobody. I don't have to, you know, watch out for my roommate. I don't have to tell them, you I'm having some. Nope, I don't. Nope, I don't have to call or tell anybody anything. I live in this place by myself. I have my own space. I can do what I want. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's refreshing. Especially, like I said, after coming from living with both of my parents um, for, you know, the last couple of years. And um, it really, uh, it's different. It's, it's, again, it's relaxing. It's comforting to know that I have my own peace, uh, place of peace, you know? Um, but, yeah, uh what was I saying? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, just, like I said, just not being able to um, share that that moment and that, that you know, kind of like the tip of the scale weight with somebody. It's just like, it was a lot growing up as a kid, man. It was a lot, you know, and uh, I, I, I struggled with certain things around my parents. Um, not that they was like completely hard on me or nothing like that. It was just a sense of just like trying to find myself. You know what I'm saying? And again, not having someone that can understand and help me pinpoint and really navigate. Like, all right, what am I going through? What am I? What am I feeling? You know? Or how can I manifest the courage to say or do whatever? I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying, and, um, you know, like I said, I have my cousins, you know, but my cousins don't live with me, my cousins have their own life and their their own responsibilities that they have to deal with, they can't help me in certain situations, and I can't always say, well, this happened, can you tell me what to do, they may not have the right advice, especially at that age, you know what I'm saying, like, what's the right age, what's the right advice for someone that is, I don't know, 8 to 12 years old? You don't really know. You try to guide people, but you don't really know what's the right thing to say. So, you know, it's it's hard, you know. Um, but I've always just tried to keep a level head, again, as a kid. Um, always try to be the positive one. Always try to be the person that can see reasoning behind certain things. Um... But again, even even being a positive one is always hard because, you know, other people have their viewpoints of how life is and how it should be. And, you know, they may look at you as being naive, young, you know what I'm saying? Head in the clouds, not paying attention, stuff like that. And you have to learn through their guidance and their words of somewhat wisdom, but then you also have to learn through your own experiences, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
and I, again, I think me being alone, me being an only child, me being shy, um, it helped. It helps me now, being alone, because I appreciate again the peace, the the tranquility, that the the space in which I'm able to create and really feel at home with myself. Um, it helped me when I got to college. Being able to not always follow the crowd um, and always be, even if I'm in a party drunk as hell, I'll be in the corner somewhere, but I'm still watching the room, surveying what's going on, trying to, you know, make sure that I'm always on point with what, with, with, with what everything I can see, you know what I'm saying? Because you never know what's going to happen, but at the same time, you just always got to be alert. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think that um, not always being in the forefront or the mix of things allowed me to just do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, even now, like, you know, I don't always follow the trends of just everything that's going on. When it comes to social media and, and, and catchphrases and just what other people are doing and are trying to do. Um... You know, I'm not on TikTok. I'm not. I just don't follow a lot of trends. And that, that comes from just me just knowing myself at a certain point. Because all those years of just being alone and really just like, you know what? Again, appreciating. Going from wanting somebody there to just appreciating the time that I have alone, I think is like the biggest thing. Even when I was in, in college and I had a roommate and the, co- and the roommate would be like, yeah, I'm going for the weekend. Oh, word? Those those take a couple days I could get alone in the room and not have someone just be in my space is felt like the most refreshing thing ever. Like, it's just like I got the room to myself and it just was like, this is what I've always wanted. Like, it's crazy. My freshman year... I had a roommate first three weeks he moved after the first three week uh three weeks he moved out. And I had no roommate for the rest of my freshman year. My freshman year was just so relaxing, bro. To not have somebody coming with their other friend while I'm taking a nap and being all loud and, and not being um, you know, courteous and, and saying, yo, my roommate sleep. Nah, you still talking loud. Like I've I've had those roommates. And I, you know what I'm saying? And but to not have that my freshman year, like, it was amazing. Yo, if I wanted somebody to come over right quick, yo, they came over right quick. If if I just wanted to just go straight to the room and take a nap, turn the TV off or turn the TV on for background noise, I could do that. Like, again, even to this day, having an apartment by myself, it's the same feeling. I just came home one day, I'm like, yo, I'm tired. I'm gonna go sleep on the couch. I'm gonna go sleep in the bed or... I'm going to watch this TV show or I'm like, bro, I'm making food for one. Like, I I don't have to worry about no one else but me. And I don't want to make it sound like it's a selfish thing, but it's like I know me and I know what I can control and also know what works for me and what comforts me. You know what I'm saying? So even in those times of being, you know, alone as as an only child and, and trying to struggle with those moments of being alone, those moments help me deal with, um, they help me deal with 
finding myself as a young adult or an older adult, right? I'm close to 30, whatever. As an adult, in 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 turning those moments of of uh those moments of not having someone to really trying to turning into moments of appreciating the tranquility of which I can bring upon myself just by being able to be by myself. Those, you know what I'm saying? Cherishing these moments in these times because even as I get older, eventually I'm going to want somebody that I'm going to build my life with. And I have to be able to adapt to them always being in my space or being in my space. And it's going to take some time, you know, but during this moment, I appreciate those times. And I I look back on those times when I was the only child and wishing I had a sibling and wishing that somebody can, you know, I could have a friend over and, you know, or, you know, not say that I couldn't, but just like, just having that sense of someone that, again, can understand. Because now I really understand myself. I understand the people that I choose to be around. I understand people in general. And then, um, yeah, I just, I love the person that I end up becoming, like I said, because of it. And I appreciate those moments wholeheartedly, you know? Um, I wouldn't change it, honestly. I would still be an only child, you know, because it also helped me cherish my family more. And my friends, too. My, my best friends, my childhood friends. Um, but definitely my family more because... They were always there for me, and they're still there for me. And I love them to death, you know? So, tell your, um, tell your childhood memories and, and, and um, lifehood, lifelong, um, I don't know, memories into a blessing, I guess, you know? So, yeah. That's me just growing up as a childhood and my only child, you know? Hopefully you got the gist of it. And then, um, yeah. So that's the end. Of, that is concluding the end of this episode. Um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for always tuning in. Check out my website, pcvibescollection.com, www. Um, and, you know, follow me on Instagram at the Perspectives of a Cancer. Um, also, jsmooth94 on IG as well. Um, but thank you for listening. Stay blessed, stay healthy, stay positive in these days. You feel me? All right, catch you later.